Hey there, Fat Guy Forum fans. A huge Happy New Year as we enter 2022. And I'm excited that you're still listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can do a couple of things. First, if you're an Apple user or you use Spotify, you can rate and review the podcast there to get us in front of more people. Also, you can use the support links in the show notes to purchase products, get a discount for yourself, generate some income for the show, or you can join the Patreon. And there's some cool stuff coming with the Patreon I will be announcing very soon. I know I've said it before, but this time it's really happening. So I'm just excited for all that's to come in this year. Thank you so much for being a part of this adventure. And on to the show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gourmet. Excited to be kicking off the year. You know, we're into 2022 now, and... Let's, let's line up some inspiration, as always, with the great guys that come on this show. With me this week, I have Terry Tecchino. Terry, how you doing today? How's it going, on, Mike? How's it going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad we're getting to talk, man. Let's not keep it from the people. I always say that. I feel like that's becoming my cliche now, but let's, let's not keep <laughs> the people from your story, man. Tell us, what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum? Well, as of... Uh... Two and a half years ago, I weighed in at 385 pounds. Uh, pretty much grew up always as the big guy or the husky kid. Um, didn't matter how active I was. I was actually the joke around my family was I was the carbohydrate kid where I, w- I could eat and then I would be out with the most energy running around like a freaking maniac. But I also held on to that weight. Didn't matter what I did, how many sports I played day from sun up to sundown i mean i did everything i played football in the neighborhood played stickball played baseball soccer roller hockey everything and uh still was always was always on the bigger side always had the gut always had the little round roly-poly kid running around and then uh i mean until i grew up Played a ton of travel ice hockey. Have a guy in ice hockey really big from when I was about eight or nine until I graduated high school. And I, I mean, I played four or five times a week. And still, you know what I mean? I was still just a big round kid. And then uh, got out of high school. Played a ton of sports in high school. I mean, you name it, I played it with the exception of football. I never played football because I was playing ice hockey. But ice hockey, threw shot put, played lacrosse, played uh, played rugby. Now, that was a time where I was in the best conditioning, but still, like I said, <clears throat> I was a little little fat kid. And then uh, got out of high school, went to tech school, wasn't going to do the whole college thing. And then that's why I progressively kept getting bigger. You know, I came out of high school probably about 260, 270, and then stayed around 270, 280. For a few years, bounced around from a couple different jobs after I got out of tech school as a mechanic, and then got in with uh, Philly's Transportation, and got on night work, and that's where uh, that's where that's where it went uh, <laughs> went downhill, but the weight went up. I'd say probably in about the first four years, I gained another 70, 70 pounds. I went into it around three hundred, came out of it about three seventy five. Uh, got out, got off in night work and got the day work. But then even with getting the day, 
I got up to 385 pounds, and I just uh, just walking around a big old, big old roly poly mother, mother humper. <laughs> and when you were growing up as a big kid, did did it impact you at all? I mean, you were playing sports, you were active. Like, were you actively trying to lose weight at that point? Like, when did when did the whole idea of of dieting like come into your into your mind? Uh, it didn't come in until <clears throat> until I mean, honestly, until about. I guess, let's see, it took me two and a half years to do this, so probably, like, within, like, like the last, I'd say 10 years is really when it became a concern of mine, um, because I've always, unfortunately, dealt with, uh, oh, you hold your weight really well, you know, you got broad shoulders, you can't really tell, like, you know, whatever lie people wanted to tell you because they wouldn't make it feel good feel good because that's essentially really what it came down to and then i believed it you know what i mean ah yeah i, I carry this really well you can't really tell and then uh that's why it wasn't really a concern you know i was just like like you said i was active i was always i mean i stayed i stayed pretty active even afterwards but it was just not enough to to how i was eating you know just like uh just like most you know i love food and food was also a coping mechanism. Uh, I was happy I ate. I was sad I ate. You know, I was anxious I ate. I was depressed I ate. It doesn't matter what I did, I ate food. Which I think is something so, a lot of people listening can relate to. You know, food. Yeah, absolutely. It don't just, it doesn't, it don't, it don't just, it doesn't just taste good. You know, we do, we develop those relationships with food that, you know, can end up getting twisted, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, so when you, you know, when you say, you know, it was the, the past 10 years, like, had you had any significant, like, goes at losing weight, or was it more you had it in the back of your head and never really did anything about it? Uh, I would never fully commit. You know, I would join the gym, start going to the gym, and then, you know, let something derail me. And then the minute that happened, you know, six, seven, eight months later, I'd never, I was not using the, was not using the membership you know what i mean um uh, i mean that was multiple times from probably around 2014 i would say 2014 2015 you know it was like probably around when it would be like i would join the gym and then i would cancel the membership and then join the gym again and cancel the membership and so two and a half years ago 385 what did was it just a, a culmination of events or did something happen then that made you say I need to do something? Uh at that point I had already had one knee surgery. And uh I say <laughs> I say with a question mark because I've had three knee surgeries. Uh meniscus tears and then the last one was a little bit of cartilage that I had to get removed, but uh yeah, I mean, I was just getting beat up, and then, you know, when you can't even bend down to tie your shoes the right way, and, you know, it really starts, it really starts hitting your mental, you know what I mean? Like, you really, you really start wondering, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I like this? Why am I letting myself get this way? And then we also had a, a health coach that was coming into work consistently, and she was coming around, and she would weigh us, like, every couple of weeks, and she was really on top of, like, myself in general, to, like, really harping on like you know for how tall I am for how much I weigh like really beat myself up and it was just one of those I guess it was just 
really connected with with her bringing that up and then also at the time like this was when you know I joined a gym again and was just like kind of like getting started feeding my brain with the right stuff and listening to the right right type of people also where it was just like all right you know I need to make this happen because if I don't make it happen it's it's going to turn out even worse mm. so what did you do like how did you get started you know was it July of 2019 uh, July 23rd, 2019. Uh, why is the date so significant? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard of 75 Hard? Okay, so uh, I had already been using uh, some first form products on and off, kind of just bouncing around. And then one of the pro paintball, I'll play, I also play tournament paintball. And one of the pro players is also uh, a legionnaire and a personal trainer so he was running a six-week program and i was like you know what i'll do i'll give it a shot give him the shot you know what else can i lose you know what i mean cash prizes on the line and all that kind of stuff but uh it was just like let me do this and then at the time i had heard of 75 hard and i was just like you know what it's not just physical obviously <clears throat> mentally like there was definitely like I had to break I had to figure out what the hell was going on in my head to make this happen you know what I mean and being that the program is a mental toughness program it just went hand in hand you know I needed to really strengthen my mental and really attack that to um, really figure out you know what I had to do mentally and then you know the extra the added bonus of the the physical side of it is obviously awesome at the same time. And seventy, can can you give a little bit for anyone listening who doesn't know what seventy five hard is? Just because I know sometimes we throw around lingo on the show and people oh, aren't yeah, really sure. sure what it is. Give a give a give your best <clears throat> elevator speech in terms of what it is. Seventy five hard is a <clears throat> it's the buy into the live hard program. Now this program, it's not a challenge. It's a program. People like to call it a challenge, but it's not really the best way to describe it. It's a program to where you're pretty much what you're doing is you're going at five tasks throughout the day with zero compromise, zero deviation. Uh, you do these five tasks, you win the day, and then you move on to the next day, and then you do it 75 consecutive days. Now, if you do not complete one of these tasks, you... You have failed the day, and then you have to start back over at the beginning. And then until you actually complete these 75 days. Now, the tasks are what can seem a little crazy, but it's not. This is not a diet plan, which people also like to consider it as a diet plan. It's not a diet plan. This is a program itself. Uh, diet is part of it, and it's a diet that you pick. So you can pick whichever diet you want to stick to, but you got to stick to that diet for 75 days. No cheat meals, no alcohol. Drink a gallon of water a day. Um, two workouts a day, 45 minutes each uh, minimum. And one has to be outside, rain or shine, snow, sleet, hail, doesn't matter. I've done it in all. Uh, with that being said, there is a rule of thumb of there should be three hours in between each workout because so they're not back to back because then that's considered legitimately just one workout. Um, read 10 pages of a self-developmental book or something that's going to progress you 
in your uh, your endeavors. <clears throat> so, like, if you're looking to better your finance, you can read a finance book, as long as it doesn't pertain to school schooling. But uh, and then um, take a progress picture every day. Those are the five tasks. Which I think sometimes people, like you said, they look at seventy-five hard. Not to, not for us to tangent off on it too much, but as know, as a diet, like the same thing. Like I don't know if you're too familiar with with a program called the Whole Thirty, which is yes, a, a, like a, a, a very clean paleo elimination diet to help you discover food sensitivity. People have turned that into like a weight loss plan. I think the same thing happens. You know, where the intent of seventy-five hard is so much bigger than just following a diet for 75 days, you know, like, like you said, like it really is a mental toughness program. Like you're, you're doing things every day for 75 days, like, like you said, rain or shine. And sometimes our perception of things like that gets a little twisted because people see the the great results people have when they commit to consistency. And yes, absolutely. You know, so you, I, th- I think you, what people, people see, I'm sorry for cutting. No, off. go ahead. Um, I think what people do or when they see it is, oh, you know, two workouts, like, what do you do? Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing two, you know, full blown crazy workouts. Like there is the intention of, I, I walked every day. My outdoor workout was me going for a 45 minute walk. Um, the intention of it was, you know, you kept up the pace and the intent was to have it as a workout. Yes. But, you know, I made sure at that point, you know, I was 385 pounds you know, 45 minutes was a two mile walk. If that, you know, I was low and slow kind of movement, you know what I mean? But as I progressed through the 75 days, it was, all right, this week I'm pushing to go farther within that time and do it in a faster pace. And, you know, you push yourself to, to pretty much where you need to be, um, or where you want to be to make it a challenge. But it's not like, you know, you're, I wasn't killing myself for two workouts each. And that's where I think people get like the uh, confusion. And like you said, with the diet where people feel like, oh, I have to do, you know, paleo or I have to do carnivore or I have to. No, you don't have to. You pick it. But if you're going to pick it, stick to it. You know, I I stuck with a a macro calorie counting and had my macro set and just ate clean. You know, I mean, just kept everything extremely clean. No, no, any type of like if I considered it a dessert or if I considered it you know, some type of like treat. And then it was, I stayed away from it just to, to stick to stick to plan. You know, it wasn't like, obviously I didn't do any type of sweets or nothing like that, but like, um, as crazy, like the, I guess as crazy as it sounds like, uh, pretzels, you know, I would stick away from pretzels because it would be something I would mindlessly snack on before. So that was one of those things that I just totally cut out. And so how, you know, you said that there was the kind of the six week program, but also 75 hard. Like, how did this, this go for you? This first kind of go round? Uh, actually, so I did the, I did the six weeks at the beginning, like through the beginning of it. And just when I came out of it, I just stuck to the, the same diet plan. And mm-hmm. then I transitioned over to a little bit different style of working out. Um, I was doing very similar to traditional style workouts. Just this time it was, I, I found another plan to follow and then just followed that, just transitioned over to the plan and then. Lost you there for a second, Terry. I, I'm back. Sorry about that. No worries. So you said you were transitioning 
to a, your workouts and your plan a little bit as you continued on in 75 hard? Yeah. So I just, uh, I just stuck with what I was doing diet wise because mm -hmm. it was just, it was a great diet to stick to. Um, and just, just stayed with, hit my macros every day. And then, um, and then just switched over to like a traditional style of working out. So, you know, I did the, did the upper body upper pretty much did a, like a chest and try and then back and by and then leg day mm -hmm. and then brought that back around. And then on my off days, I would do, you know, two cardio pieces, um, and just kept that going for the, the remainder. So was that 11 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. It stands up in. Yeah. Yeah. What is it like? Ten point seven. Ten point. Yeah, yeah, we can round it to. 11. I say I say eleven weeks because yeah. you, you cross over another oh, yeah. eleventh week. Oh yeah. So what was it when you get into it? Like to go from that place of not really doing too much. You know, you were physically active, but not to that that level, and your diet obviously wasn't in line. What was it like when you were making those changes? Like building that into your life. How did that go for you? I mean, at first it was like I had a. Now, growing up, even like I said, like I was the big kid, but as a family, we always ate relatively well. You know, it wasn't like we ate total crap all the time. I mean, I'm more, I'm half Italian and a half Irish, so we ate a lot of pasta. But <laughs> like aside from that, you know, we always did chicken stir fry or something like that. So transitioning to eating foods that like I did already like, like I do thoroughly enjoy eating healthy. It was just uh, making it that constant habit making it happen all the time and so what i i guess no the best way to put it yeah so what happened you know what you know how how did it things progress for you through that first did you make it through the 75 the first 75 hard like tell us take us through that uh yeah i did um i've been i've gone through it three times in this past year i did the full live hard program so mm -hmm. i did 75 hard just the 75 days twice and then did it a third time at the end of 2020 and completed the whole first year this past year. Um, yeah, I was, I just, I'm a stickler. I'm a stubborn, hard headed, uh, person. So if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it happen, you know, through hell or high water, I'm going to make it happen. That's something that luckily I've always had on my side. I would let I mean, I let that slip for a while, but I knew going into this, even at the beginning where I was like, this is going to suck. As in, you know, it's it's going to be freaking hard. It's going to be really hard. And I got to make it happen. I just, I can't, I can't not make it happen because it, it was, I guess you could say I was banking on it. As in like, this was it. You know, I had to, this is what I needed to make sure that I changed and got my head in the right space to keep progressing even after the 75 days. And it sounds like you were like the idea of having that structured plan was something that resonated for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was one of those where I didn't realize it because it was, I went so long where I just kind of floated around. But then when I realized how much structure really set the tone for me to like really analyze and figure out, you know, how much time I do have in a day and what I can get done even around work. You know, it's, it's still working a full-time job through all this, obviously. So being able to, being able to do that Monday through Friday and then 
realizing, you know, how I can set up my days. And once I really figured out, you know, if I like, I get up, I go for my walk, I eat at this time. And then I have so many, you know, like I have so much time in between and I can just, I can eat this snack and then I got lunch and then I got like what I eat before I go to the gym, go to the gym, take care of my post-workout nutrition and then dinner. And I was like, I could set this structure up and it was like, I didn't realize how much I needed that. And then it was one of those where I picked it up right away. Luckily working with the trainer I was working with, Greg, good friend of mine. Actually, he just retired from pro paintball, which is pretty cool. Thank God. I mean, I'm totally, totally stoked for him, but it was working with him too. And it was just like, all right, well, what does your day look like? And it was, you know, at the time it's like, yeah, I get up and I get up at four o'clock and, start or go down eat breakfast and leave for work and then to work from 6 to 2 30 and then i would just come home and actually i would that's when and that's when it was bad where even before that like before i really got into the diet um you know i'll be on the way home and stop at taco bell and then and then get home and then eat dinner after i eat taco bell and you know what i mean i'm just plowing through food because like i said like anybody who any of the, the larger people, I think we can all agree that, you know, it's everything to where, what we use it for, you know, either, you know, we're, we're, we're upset about something, we're stopping at Taco Bell, we're, you know, happy, and then it's like, oh, well, treat myself to some good food, and I mean, you don't have to do that, obviously. <laughs> right, right. And I, I do want to ask some questions about like that first round of 75 hard, because I think that's, you know, kind of a catalyst in a lot of ways for people. What do you think were the biggest lessons you took away from that first one? It was figure, it was learning how much by applying a little bit of structure of five tasks that are seemingly <clears throat> extremely simple. They don't have to be easy, obviously, but it's, five simple tasks and then taking it one day at a time and the whole objective is just to win that day and then okay move on to the next day win that day all right now we're up to a week now i've won the week now i've won three weeks now i've won a month now i've won two months now you're just cascading wins and then that momentum and then how much that shapes your brain and how much that makes you think and then all right i got this done what else can i do how much more can i get done to do do what i want to do to get where i want to be i think that's that's really it's really what it is where when you really start realizing you know like and there's days where you know things don't go perfect you know you you do wake up late okay well you got to pivot and it's like, all right, well, I need to make sure I got enough time in between these workouts. All right, well, it looks like I'm not getting that much sleep tonight because I got to get this second workout in. And it's like, you just got to make that no exception. Like, will, will every day be perfect? Hell no. I mean, almost almost every day is never perfect. But it's applying yourself, setting the standard and sticking to it and not deviating from it and making it happen. And what kind of results did you see from that first one? Uh, first one, I lost forty-five pounds in the first in the first go around, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, for me, it was just 
I created that discipline, so I just mm. kept the ball rolling. You know, I just, I would uh, stick to just making sure I got two two workouts in during the day. And then, like I said, like, I got to the point where I just was, felt really good with sticking to the macros and just eating like that every day. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just mentally felt so strong coming out of it. And then uh, I wasn't too sure if I was going to do the whole program. And then it was a thought in my head, but then uh, <clears throat> I kind of was just like, all right, well, I'm down 40. Let me see what I can keep doing. Like, how far can I keep going? And then just took what I learned from those 75 days and kept plugging. That's awesome, man. And so now, you know, coming through those rounds, you know, and doing the full wow. Live Hard program, and it's been two and a half years where what success have you seen like let's let's you know people listening to the show sometimes want to hear numbers um so you lost 45 pounds that first round where are you at now in terms of your weight loss i am down my lowest that i've been i just hit last week which was 198.8 so i've lost a total of what is that 187 pounds total uh I hit my goal weight New Year's Day this year. Uh, so my goal my goal at first was just to get to 240. <clears throat> and then uh, I got to 240. Sorry about that. I got a scratchy throat. <laughs> uh, when I got to 240, I was like, well, you know, I feel good, but I'm, I can definitely do better. So I wanted to push to be under 200. And then I... At the time, so I got the 240 at the beginning of 2021. Yeah. Yeah, that was... So I was like, if I can get... Like, I want to get to 200, you know, 200 from 240. It's only 40 pounds. Like, I need to push and make it happen. And obviously, like, I knew it was going to be, obviously... Like, I lost 45 pounds in 11 weeks. But I knew it wasn't going to be 45 pounds in 11 weeks again because of where I was. Uh, but I knew it was possible. And, uh, you know, there's some bumps along the road. You know, it's at that point, you know, my body was at a different position. I mean, I was still staying strong at workouts and then walking and then working out. I stuck. I've, that's like a like a one thing, almost like a non-negotiable for me right now is I'll always do some type of cardio piece in the morning even if i ride the bike or jump on like the trainer or uh go for a walk but uh i knew what i had to do and then i i hit a spot where for six weeks like my weight didn't move but that was because my body finally adjusted and i found you know where i was happily with the macros and it was like where my maintenance would be perfect for that but it was like all right well i need to adjust pivot and just keep pushing. Understood. And what are the big... Because I've, I've got a ton of questions about kind of like the process you went through. But I'm knowing kind of like getting you to where you're at right now, what do you think are the biggest differences in your life? You know, having lost over 187 pounds. Uh, I mean, I just, I just feel healthy. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just constantly just feel good. I mean, like I said, I had, 
multiple knee surgeries and it was just taking that weight off the joints even though ironically you know i want to get stronger so i'm you know putting someone of that back but at least that's in a safer manner <laughs> but uh <clears throat> it was just uh just doing that and then honestly you know 385 pounds i couldn't freaking skate i couldn't do nearly anything i wanted to do before like i could do a little bit of running around but it wasn't anything crazy you know uh i remember i threw on a pair of uh inlines that i had laying around just to see if i could skate i could barely even stand up on them and it was just like at that point i was like man this is freaking depressing i already lost what did i lose then i was almost i guess i was around 300 at that time when I threw the skates back on, I was still too big at the time. Like I, I just, I couldn't balance right. I couldn't turn right. And then, uh, just this past, uh, Christmas, uh, my little cousin started playing hockey. He's like little miniature me, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but, uh, his dad was like, Hey, I got the skates. Like you want to try them on? And they fit. And I was able to skate around. Like it was nothing, man. I was flying, zooming, turning and pivoting it was like man it was it felt good to be back on skates because it was such a big thing in my childhood like hockey hockey was life man but uh yeah I mean getting back to you know activities that you know I didn't I didn't think I'd I'd ever do again you know and just you just you just feel when you when you know you've done it you know, it took me two and a half years to lose 187 pounds. So, you know, you did it the right way, as in, like, you know, can people do that pretty fast and within a year? Sure. And that's freaking awesome. Like, that's wild. Like, to me, that's great. Like, that's, that's a, like, that's commitment. Uh, for me, I'm kind of happy the way I did it because it was just, I could progressively just feel how much better that I did feel taking this weight off. You know, I had used the CPAP for the longest time. I don't even use it anymore. I don't need to. Like, it's freaking awesome not to have to sleep with a CPAP on. Um, stuff like that, like, you really don't realize it where, you know, I needed a machine to help me sleep because I wasn't breathing. Like, that's, and that was, for me, it was solely weight-based. I got under 240, and I was like, let me see how I feel without it. And then I slept without it. Not a freaking issue at all. And I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's a, and that's a problem a lot of, you know, a lot of people deal with, you know, and, and more people don't deal with because they're not paying attention to it and don't realize they probably should be dealing with that. Yeah, um, it's scary stuff, man. Oh, yeah. And through this process, you've, you know, this past two and a half years, like, how do you think, how, how has your relationship with food evolved? Uh, it's an ever progressing, uh, thing for me because, you know, inherently I still, still am a foodie. I love food. It's just, I'm way more conscious of figuring out how I can make things work and knowing that I just can't sit there and plow through, you know, the stuff that I freaking love, but I just can't. Because I know, I know for me, if I'm not holding myself to that discipline, then it'll just get a little wild. And I don't want to 
not that it would regress right away or anything like that, but uh, it's just figuring out exactly what I like and what I don't like. And you know, you realize you like some of that really not great food that you have liked in the past where you're just like it does nothing for me so why even bother like sure it may taste good at the time but it's just like i know if i eat this you know i'm gonna be way over in my calories and way in like not anywhere near where i need to be and then yeah it's true it can be once and you know and there are those times where like i still like i freaking love sushi so i make sure at one point or another like i can make sure i can have sushi for you know a refeed or however it is but you know i can't be plowing into it every week <clears throat> but uh i i think it's just it's ever progressing because you know i'm still i'm still a fat kid at heart man so i know you know i i envy the people who are hard gainers because <laughs> i wish i could say that <laughs> But I know, you know, I let, I let one day turn into three days, turns into a week, and then I can, I can look down at the scale and be like, crap, you know, I'm up. Now, granted, you know, you're, you're holding on to a little bit more or whatever, but I noticed for me, like when I travel, I already know I can be nails even when I travel and I'll come back home seven, eight pounds up. It doesn't matter how hundred percent to the plan I am or not. It's just the way my body reacts to flying and traveling and sitting for long periods of time. And even if I am active, like working out through it, it's still just like, just what my body does. And I noticed that where it's like, if I'm on vacation and like, you know, I do, I do have a day or two where, you know, I, I eat some good food and then whatever, like I can come back like 10, 15 pounds up. Now, you know, I just, get back on plane, get back to hammering out, and then, like, within a week, week and a half, right back to where I was. Yeah, that was going to be my question, because I think people, I don't think people sometimes realize that, like, when you've lost a significant amount of weight, it's easy, even if you're, because you, being up 10 to 15 pounds, you know, we do the calculation on those calories, that's like 50,000 calories, you know, extra in the body, like, more than likely you didn't eat 50,000 extra calories. It's just how the body responds, you know, like it'll happen. Like, you know, I know I have friends and myself, like, you know, I eat something that's not a hundred percent on my plan. I'm not over calories, but I can still be up, you know, six or seven pounds the next day. Like I'm going to see things happen. And then two days later, things are gone. You know, the weight goes away. Like it's amazing how our bodies respond and change over time. And, you know, all of those different pieces that do come into play. Yeah. I think what it is too, like, the relationship with food in that sense is it's like, okay, like it's just, it's not so much relationship with food at the time. Like it's, it's a one, two combo because it's, it's not so much your relationship with food. It's what your body does with the food that you intake. So it's like, all right, well, what does my body do or how does my body react? And it's, it's figuring that out and then mentally going into it where, you know, I, I, I went through, you know, I went through a, a whole year, year long program successfully to realize, you know, I can't let something like that really deter me where it's like, okay, whatever, I'm up, it sucks, but hey, put in a week's worth, week and a half of just getting right back on track and just staying, staying where I need to be. And then I'm, I'm golden. 
And you can't look at it as like, oh man, I'm a, I'm a week behind. You can't do that. It's just, it's, and that's where like mentally, that's where like you start like chasing your tail and then getting upset. And then that's one thing with <clears throat> anybody being a bigger person. And it's like, if you do fall off track, right? To anybody who's listening to this and it's like, say you do fall off track. Well, guess what? Just get right freaking back on. You can't, you can't beat yourself up over it. You can't be, you know, you could be upset for, be upset for, for a day, if that, and then just turn it right the hell around. You can't, you can't beat yourself up to totally derail yourself in general, where it's just, you, you gotta be, you gotta be like, you gotta stick to that discipline. You know, if you're, if you've been sticking to the discipline and stick to the plan, you know, and you, you fall off a day or you fall off a meal, so what? Right back on. That's all you can do. And that's, I think, something, you know, I get that question, like, you know, how do I get back on track? How do I, you know, people think that there's somehow this magic trick to getting, quote unquote, back on track. And it's like, you just do what you know you need to be doing. You know, it's, it's, yeah. there's nothing, there's no special pill to take. There's no motivational video that you should watch that's going to magically make everything click. It's about saying, okay, I did that. What happened in the past happened. But today is here, and I'm going to do what I need to do today. Exactly. And the whole thing, like, yesterday yesterday doesn't matter, and tomorrow's not here yet. The only thing that matters is today. So it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter what happened an hour ago. Like, what's going on now? And then that's that's what you got to do. You just got to... Grab it by the horns and just get right back in the saddle. <clears throat> and speaking of now, one of the things I, I did want to talk to you about too, man, is is you're also you're helping people now. Yes. So can yes, you tell actually, us a little bit about uh, that? Yeah, for sure. Um, throughout the process of using first form products and all that, I had entered into their athlete search, and then through the athlete search, they sent out an email and said uh, why not apply to be a legionnaire so i applied to be a legionnaire and got accepted in so i'm actually a legionnaire for first form and with that actually uh, you can be and work as an advisor within the first form app so what i end up doing is i go through training and everything like that through first form on you know nutrition and and training and stuff like that generally health and all that kind of fun stuff. And then uh, I actually work and train nutritionally, like train through nutrition and, and working out through their app as a, as a offsite advisor, pretty much. Nice. And what is that like for you? Like not just, uh, and obviously there's a process to it, but for you as someone who has been through this journey, you know, what is it like for you now to be able to help other people? It's actually, it's a challenge with juggling it with a full-time job, <laughs> but okay. uh, uh, everyone's understandable. Uh, I'm always there for anybody and everybody. You know, don't be afraid to reach out. I'll always get back to you as, as quickly as possible. But, you know, it's it's why not, you know, people gave me a shot and people were there to help me out. So why not pay it forward and doing that for somebody else, you know, for the way I feel and the way the way my life is now, why would I not want somebody else to enjoy that same situation? So 
I have, it's, it's no secret, you know, there is no, there is no secret pill, secret formula, it's just following a game plan, and then, uh, as little as, you know, make sure you hit your protein, hit your calories, drink your water, and get some movement in, <laughs> it's really, as, as crazy as that sounds to people where they're like, ah, it has to be more, well, it's really not that much more, you know, I know you're a big keto guy, and then, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter keto, paleo, carnivore, everything is essentially calorie based and has something to do with protein. So it's as long as you're sticking to that calorie base and then hitting the numbers that you need to hit, like you're going to to do whatever your plan is on that plan. And I think that's one of the things sometimes that throws people off is because they felt so lost for so long that the idea that of making change being simple almost makes them feel like, well, if it was that simple, I would have done it, you know, like, and it realizing in the end, like simple doesn't mean easy. You know, it does, it doesn't mean that building that discipline is an easy thing. Nothing, you know, especially like I, you know, some people, you know, when they look at a program like 75 hard and they're like, well, you know, it's hard. Well, hard's in the name. Like one, if you miss that, I don't, I don't know what you're, what you're, what you're talking about. But it is that idea of realizing that there's going to have to be some things that aren't easy coming forward. But it doesn't mean that it's so complicated that you can't figure it out. No, exactly. And that's, that was, I guess that's another thing too, that you really realize on the whole weight loss journey is it's, it's not, it's not something incredibly complicated. Complication, like if something's complicated, it doesn't mean like it doesn't. When something's inherently complicated, it's probably too easy and too stupid that people make it so freaking hard. <clears throat> to where break it down to as simple as possible, and then you're gonna get done exactly what you wanted to get done. I guess is is a best way to to look at it. Um, and I just, it's been the biggest challenge with helping people, which is great and it's it's fun to help people and when they when I, when you finally get that person to like really realize like when it clicks you know what i mean and it's like they're like and they start losing the weight and they they figured it out and like you know no sorry did i lose you nope you're here all right cool uh i think it's um when you when you see it when you see the light bulb go off or like you see the person, everything's consistency. When they're consistently putting in the work and they're consistently hitting the nutrition and then consistently, you know, you know, when you're consistently hitting the nutrition, getting your work, getting your workouts in and doing a little bit of walking and then they see those, you know, 10, 15 pounds just start rolling off and you're like, man, I told you. <laughs> it's all about just that, that consistency, man. <clears throat> but when they see it and realize it and it's just like, you see, you see the look on their face, and you see the smile, and you see the, the like you hear the excitement in the, in their voice, and and the way they talk, and, and it's just like, then they're really rolling. You know what I mean? And then, uh, it's the toughest thing about it with helping people, though. At the same time, is knowing that, you know, a good amount of clientele that I that I work with, I hate calling them clientele. They're friends, man. You gotta you want to first and foremost, man. Make sure you make everybody your friend first. Everybody. You know, you're not there to bark. I'm not there to bark orders. I'm there just to, to be that helping hand and be your friend. 
I don't care if you got to call me to talk about family stuff. Like, let's talk about family stuff, man. I'm here. That's what I'm here for. But uh, it's it's working with a bigger person and knowing how long it took for me to make that, you know, decision to finally get my, my crap together that, you know, I get these people in and I'm like, ah, oh, come on. I want you to come on. Like, let's see that. Let's see that. That light bulb. Come on. Like, uh, like, come on, you got this. As be there for them, regardless, because I know that's that's what I needed, and I know, you know, helping out somebody else who's you know three hundred, four hundred pounds is is going to be in the same state. You know, it's it's going to be rough at first, but you just you need somebody there. Luckily, I had people there in my corner right away that were that were there to make sure I stuck to it and kept pushing forward and. And that's all I can be for, for that person. <clears throat> and so, Terry, one of the, th- you, you said you hit your goal weight January 1st. So, so what's, what's next for Terry? Like, what are the, what are the, what are the new, what are the goals you're working on currently? All right. Yeah. So my goals for now moving on forward is, uh, I'm going to try and maintain, you know, somewhere under 220, probably closer to like 215, 210, and then I'm just working on getting strong right now. Um, I have some some PRs where I want to deadlift 500 pounds, and I want to back squat 385 for the main reason why, 385. And uh, uh, bench press, I mean, I just keep that going until get over 315 and see how it goes from there but other than that i just want to get strong just do some more fun stuff in the gym and learn some things and just keep having at it nice well terry if people are listening and they want to connect with you and follow along with what you're doing and what you have been doing where do they find you man oh for sure uh you can find me over on instagram at t squared t s q u r Wait, did I spell T squared wrong? <laughs> I do it all the freaking time. T S Q U A R E D D. So it's T squared with two D's uh, over on Instagram. And uh, on there, actually, there's a link in my bio. If anybody wants any type of help with nutrition or coaching, you can go through, download the first form app, and add me as your advisor. Uh, Terry T, all is one word. Um, always want to throw that out there. And then if not, you know, it's all good. I'm here for entertainment, you know, I'm going to keep the journey going, keep showing it, and uh, keep having some fun, man. Well, it definitely sounds like you are, and what I like is hearing your story of, you know, you're coming through this place of having fun, but you're doing it, you know, by building this consistent discipline, like realizing that when you build discipline into your life, it doesn't mean that your life is just discipline, you know, hardship and discipline. You know, it's it's about bringing those things, bringing you access to all those things that you couldn't do before and those things that you want to do now. So that, that's awesome to hear, man. And it's crazy when you hear it like discipline equals freedom. And it's it's the freaking truth, man, as it's it's as simple as that. You know, it's the freedom to be able to to do things again that you didn't think you'd be able to do. And then how did I do it? Implementing some discipline into my life and it's where we're at now. That's awesome, man. Well, Terry, I appreciate you sharing your story with with my audience. I know people are going to get a lot out of that. I end every episode with five questions I call the Fat Guy Five. Are you ready for your run through them? Uh, Sure. 
Okay. So question number one, Terry, is living or dead, who is your favorite fat guy? Ah, uh, has to be Farley. He's he's the number one answer I get for a reason. For sure. Question number two, Terry, what is one lesson that being a fat guy has taught you? You're a lot stronger than you think you are at your lowest at your lowest at times and your highest of weights. I like that. Question number three. As you're someone who advises people now, Terry, here's a question for you. What is one thing that a person can do today to get started? Getting consistent with drinking enough water, getting a gallon of water in a day, honestly. It's something so minuscule that you don't realize that you don't get enough of. That is excellent advice and something a lot of people miss, you know. They're always, whenever I talk to people, they're always like, well, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of water. And I'm like, well, drink it anyway. Your body needs it. You know, you eat food because your body needs it. Drink some of that water. I mean, it's, it's a majority of our body for a reason. Oh, for sure. Question number four, Terry. What is one thing about yourself that you love? Uh, probably, as funny as it is, how stubborn I can be. I am a... I'm stubborn to the point where it's if I say I'm going to get it done, I'm going to get it done. No matter what. I like it. And question number five, Terry, last one for you today. Tell us what is one goal you have for the next year that is not health, fitness, or weight loss related? Mm. Uh, it's actually, uh, well, I guess that is fitness related. <laughs> um. I think it's just to be happy. I like it. Just that's, that's as, good. as crazy and simple and vague as that sounds, it's, you know, through everything that I've done so far, has it been a challenge? Yes, but I've been happy. And I've been truly happy. I, I'm, I'm not upset, not depressed. There are times where times get tough and I could be, you know, a little bit upset, but that's all right. Like, overall, I am happy. And I want to keep that ball rolling. There we go, man. I like it. So, Terry, just a big thank you again for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thanks for having me. I really uh, really had a good time. I, this was a lot of fun. Awesome. And if anyone, like, if you're out there and you want to connect with Terry, I'm going to put links to his Instagram in the show notes today. Make sure you check him out. You can, of course, connect with me on Instagram as well, at Gourmet Goes Keto, on Twitter at Gourmet Goes Keto, or you can email the show at thefatguyforum at gmail.com. And then, after you're done connecting with us, my friends, Make sure you go out there and do something today to amaze yourself because you are the most amazing people that I know. And then one more thing, come on back and catch us on the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. 